All right, what is up, Royal Army? My name is Roy Yamada, and I will be your host. Welcome to Royal Health Radio. And if you've been listening since episode one, then you've realized that I've changed the name of the podcast instead of the Royal Health Show. It will be Royal Health Radio. So look out for that going forward. And without further ado, I have a very special topic that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And these are things that I would have done differently if I went back in time and went back to the beginning of my weight loss journey. You know, if if I could go back in time and tell myself to do these four things differently, I would have lost more than 80 pounds a lot faster than the years it took me. Weight loss isn't linear, right? So it's not, oh, you consistently lose two pounds every single week, every single week. No. And for me, I feel like that was really exaggerated because I knew absolutely nothing. No nutrition background, no exercise background, no nothing. Mindset, all of these things that you should know. Um, I kind of had to figure out on my own and through trial and error. So I just hope that with this, you guys will uh, recognize maybe I'm doing this. I should change that up and learn from my mistakes because it's going to save you a lot of time. And at the end of this, you'll be able to, you know, like I said, look at my mistakes and hopefully get some insight to make changes to your thinking or approach to weight loss so you don't have to go through the emotional and physical ups and downs like me. You know, it, it's that emotional roller coaster. It's it's not fun to be on, guys. So uh, sit back, relax, and I hope you guys enjoy the show today. So to start this off, key point number one, would I would not be so restrictive with my diet. It doesn't matter if you can lose 20 pounds in two months, if you just gain it back a month later. And this is something that I've went through and it was very, I don't know, it's so hard to go through it, right? It's okay, I'm losing weight, I'm feeling good. And then getting to a point where you're like, okay, I'm feeling good about all of this. And then you just completely fall off. You know, for me specifically, it was binge eating because I was being so restrictive in my diet. I would reach to a point where I would be, okay, I'm looking good. I'm starting to feel good about myself. And I just could not control my eating. And all of a sudden, I'm like stuffing my face with whatever I could get my hands on. Um, and, and the amounts of food I was eating is just crazy, crazy, crazy. I told this story, um, I believe in episode one of uh, what a meal for me would look like. And I'll share with you again, an example of how I would eat would be for lunch, I would go to Pizza Hut, right? Because I was still in college. So there was a Pizza Hut on campus, I would go to Pizza Hut, grab a personal pan pizza and uh, an order of chicken wings also cheesy breadsticks, uh, the Mountain Dew, and don't forget also an order of pasta. And I would eat all of that for lunch. I would sit down and eat all of it in one sitting. And I just remember like still to this day, honestly, I, I still battle with like eating. I can just eat. It, it's, it's so hard to uh, get over, but with time, And with proper guidance and learning more about yourself and your body, you can eventually get your eating uh, under control, but it does take some work. So that's number one. I I definitely would not be so restrictive. And I remember at a point in time, I was eating like a couple pieces of chicken, uh, packaged rice, and baby food in my dorm room. And yes, I said baby food. I, I forgot who I heard talking about it, but... 
it was online and they were talking about how baby food it's so convenient it's prepackaged it's just carbs you know and looking back it's so foolish that I was doing that um, I, I was even getting teased back then by people around me my friends uh, my co-workers but nah, I didn't care right I just thought oh this guy online you know he looks the way that I want to look and he's doing it so that must be how I do it <laughs> And I was very uh, foolish about that because, you know, with all of that restriction, again, came the binge eating. And that is a very vicious cycle that myself and a lot of my clients that I talk to go through. And it, it's, it's very difficult to get over. Plus, you know, when you're being so restrictive, you're not just being restrictive on the types of foods you're eating in terms of calories. But most times you're not getting enough nutrients Right. And, and that's a whole different problem on its own because our body needs certain nutrients to function properly. So if we're limiting the amount of foods we're eating, we're probably not getting enough protein or, you know, we're not getting enough carbs. We're not getting enough fats. Uh, more importantly, we're not getting enough micronutrients, which is an area that a lot of people look over. Think of micronutrients as the building blocks, like the very basic uh, fundamental things that our body needs to function properly to go ahead and do all of these other complicated processes. And if we're not fueling our body with that, it just can't function properly, right? Our genes are expressed differently. Um, everything is just so different. So when you're thinking about um, jumping on a typical calorie restrictive diet, which is something that uh, I, I don't agree with, but, you know, if you are going to do that, then go ahead and make sure you're getting the proper nutrients um, with that. All right. And number two would be not using bulking as an excuse for binge eating or just going completely ham with the food. And that is a very real thing that I was doing. It's kind of... In culture, I, I feel like it's so normal nowadays, especially with they, they have mukbangs and like 10,000 calorie eating challenges and all these influencers and people online, you see them eating all this food and it doesn't help us, especially when we're trying to lose weight. And when I was in the process of losing weight, I definitely was watching those 10,000 calorie challenges and all of this eating uh, content and it was definitely not helpful because it just makes you want to eat those types of foods and it just makes it so much harder. But specifically, this whole excuse of, oh, I'm bulking. Uh, of course, you know, when I was eating totally like a complete madman, I was getting stronger, but I was putting on a lot of weight that I did not want. And I think looking back at it, this honestly was... The reason why I have this binge eating problem or I had this binge eating uh, problem before and binge eating, it's an eating disorder. I wasn't diagnosed, but it, that's what it was. I had uh, eating disorder and a lot of people struggle with this as well. And I think the culture has so much to do with it. Honestly, like it's so popular for people to watch these videos and uh, follow all these food uh, blogs and all of these things, we kind of give ourselves permission if we say, oh, I'm bulking. You'll even hear that term. Oh, I'm bulking. It's bulking season. And really, it's just an excuse for people to eat whatever they want, whenever they want, in whatever amount, right? And if I could go back in time, 
I wouldn't give myself permission to use that as an excuse to do that because that totally counteracts with my goals and what I wanted to achieve. I had to figure things out by myself, right? And I thought I had to bulk before I could even start to lose weight. And that is something that if you believe that, I, I want to let you guys know right now that you don't necessarily have to go through a bulking phase. And even when you do bulk, you can do it in a way where you're not going to gain all of this unwanted, um, unnecessary uh, fat gain. You can slowly bulk. Uh, it's called a lean bulk and it's bulking just a little bit. So you're minimizing the amount of fat you gain and maximizing the amount of muscle you gain. Um, this is That's what you really want, right? And there, there are specific ways for you to do that correctly. If your maintenance calories, right? If you need 2000 calories a day to stay the exact same weight, all you do is you add 200 calories a day. So 2200 calories a day to to be uh, in a caloric excess right so you would be gaining muscle mass and you would be probably gaining a little bit of fat too but again we're trying to minimize the fat maximize the muscle gain aside from counting calories and stuff you can easily just track by you know portioning out with your hands or using standard uh, measurements to kind of just keep track of how much food you're eating. An example of that would be, okay, with every meal, I will eat a fist size amount of protein. And if you're trying to bulk, maybe you'll have one and a half fist size servings of protein per meal, right? It's just, it's just taking what you're eating now and first off making it consistent, but then adding just a little bit more. You don't have to go crazy with the bulks. Um, you can do it slowly to kind of achieve your goals that you want from it, right? if you are bulking, but in terms of weight loss, that's kind of counterintuitive. Um, we can kind of talk about how the more muscle you have, the more metabolic flexibility you have. So a lot of people know, but if you don't, muscle burns more calories than fat. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn throughout the day um, just being at rest. So that's something to take into consideration. But as far as you just wanting to drop body fat, you don't have to bulk. You can drop your body fat and, you know, if you are satisfied with your results, then you can decide, okay, I want to put on some more muscle and then you can go from there. But don't think that you have to bulk from the beginning to lose weight. All right, number three is to focus on whole natural foods. And I wish I did that because when I was going through the whole process of trying to lose weight, I was eating all of these processed foods, um, having massive cravings, feeling my stomach rumble in hunger, and always thinking about food. I can remember that. I would go to sleep, my stomach would be rumbling, 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 and all I could think about was food. When I was in class, I was thinking about what I can have for lunch. What is my next meal going to be? I was obsessed over it. And when we're eating these processed foods, they're, they're not, there's no good and bad food, okay? I, I want to make that clear right now. There are better options, um, but, but there's no morality to food, right? There is no good food, there is no bad food, but these processed types of food, they tend to be less uh, nutritional. So that's the only reason the better choice would be whole natural foods. So things close to nature as possible. So like nuts and seeds, uh, fruit, vegetables, um, brown rice, things like that, right? You won't find a Skittles tree 
or a Pop-Tart bush. Like, you won't find those things, right? So eating whole natural foods, it's gonna help you stay satisfied more through the whole process. And honestly, when you're losing weight, you really wanna make it as easy as possible on yourself. You don't wanna be fighting your biology 24 seven because it's almost impossible to do that eventually there's going to be a point where you crack you have to work with your biology to make this whole thing as easy as possible on yourself so eating whole natural foods are going to make you feel more satisfied uh, and you can actually eat more food if you stick to eating whole natural foods because they're less calorically dense so take a donut a donut can be let's say 200 300 calories Say a donut is 300 calories. For that same amount of calories, you can eat some chicken breast. You can probably eat like, I don't know the exact measurements, but six ounces of chicken breast. Um, and you'll be way more satisfied with that than a donut. I don't know about you, but I can eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts like nothing. And it'll just feel like I didn't eat anything because I can just go crazy on those. Donuts are very calorically dense and they're not satisfying. And we kind of touched upon this earlier when I was talking to you guys about being so restrictive, but when we're eating these processed foods, we're not fulfilling our body's need for micronutrients. So we're not getting the vitamins and minerals that we need, you know, the fiber, all of these good things. And Something I want you guys to know going forward is when you see on the package uh, fortified or enriched with vitamin D or calcium or whatever it is, what they're doing is they're processing to make these foods and they're processing it even more to add in these artificial things. So if it's enriched in vitamin D, what they're doing is they're taking synthetic vitamin D and putting it back into the food because it was lost during the processing of it right? And even though it has calcium, it says it has vitamin D, all of these good things, when we intake it into our body, it doesn't necessarily mean that it knows what to do with it. Just like if you um, took a piece of chicken breast, we'll use it again as an example, and you completely burnt it, like absolutely destroyed it on the barbecue grill. You know, it's the protein is so denatured that when we eat it, our body doesn't know what it is. It won't be the same as if we ate properly cooked chicken breasts. And, you know, I, I just want you guys to know that just because it says it on the label doesn't always mean that it, our body can utilize it correctly. All right. And the last point is getting help sooner. If I could go back and invest into a, a coach or, you know, a trainer, I would in a heartbeat. It would have saved me years, 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 years of time going through all the yo-yo dieting, injuries, you know, body image issues. The one excuse that I had back then was I don't have the money. Um, and, And that was a big thing, right? And still to this day, that's something that I hear a lot. But you have to think about this. The best investment that you can make is in yourself. And if you really want something, then you'll find a way to do it. And most times, it's a priority thing, right? It's like when people say, I don't have the time to do it. No, you probably have time to do it, right? It's like, how many hours are you spending scrolling through Instagram or, you know, doing all of these unnecessary things? You could take that time and actually do whatever it is. And same thing applies to the whole money thing, right? 
people say i don't have the money to it to do it but really think about all of the useless thing not useless but think about all of the things that you're spending your money on that actually can be used to do something that you want that is a priority to you so for an example people spend hundreds of dollars on you know drinking alcohol and smoking and all of these other things and instead of that you could invest it into yourself by getting a coach or trainer and you'll be so much better. I'm telling you, I, I have coaches now. I, I pay for mentorships and, and programs and investing in yourself is the best thing that you can do because it accelerates the process. It makes everything so much easier. And again, like I said, I would have probably avoided the yo-yo dieting. Um, I probably wouldn't have or had such a bad binge eating problem. I've been through so many injuries from working out figuring things out by myself, countless. Still to this day, I, I kind of have some shoulder problems, back problems, and it's because I wasn't doing things properly. But if I started with a trainer from the beginning and learned how to work out properly, I could have definitely avoided that earlier. And I'm only 26, so I, what I'm doing now is I'm hoping that my injuries that I do have now or, or things that are bothering me now don't get worse. So that's key point number four is I definitely would have got help sooner because it would have made my life, this whole journey so much easier. All right, that is it for today's episode, guys. If you found this valuable, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend or family member or even on your social media. It really helps me out. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to my podcast. I post every other Tuesday. And I'm actually thinking about posting every Tuesday, but I haven't made that decision yet. I will keep you guys posted. But other than that, I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.